up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And this is episode 24, where we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clocks Podcast. Um, so this is our video games podcast on the Broken Clock Podcast channel, uh, and we start every single Gamescast with what we've been playing. So Joe, what have you been playing? Nothing new. Yeah? Yeah. It's been a slow week. Um, I Or I, a busy one, depending on your point of view. Slow week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I finally, finally finished up Dark Souls 3. I finally beat the last boss that I needed to beat. So it was like the, the final optional boss that I don't know if he was supposed to be harder than the, the final boss of the game or not, but it definitely was a lot harder for me to finally beat him. So Dark Emerdeer, fuck you. You're dead. I got your soul. Take that villain from three-year-old game. Yeah. Stupid giant dragon. Guy was an asshole. Did he look cool? Oh, yeah, it looks really cool. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, so I finally got that finished. So you're done I, with the Souls games forever, and you're never going to talk I'm about them ever again. I'm done with my first Souls game. Just the very first. You didn't I, beat any of the other ones? I finally beat one of them. No, oh, I thought you beat at least one of the other ones. No, not yet. Because oh, okay. I always would be like, I'm going to try the next one. You just find then, a new Souls game. To yeah, play. and then I move on to that one yep. and stuff. But now that I actually finally you know, got at least all of them, or at least to accept the the real ones, I can, you know... Move on to the next one. So I finally beat that. Moving on. I finally I, I I did a whole bunch of grinding to get extra stuff out of the way. I went to New Game Plus. I started it up, ran around for a minute. I was like, okay, now I'm gonna move on to something else. Mm-hmm. I went back. I started playing Bloodborne again uh, to, to you know try and get that one beat. Now there you go. Um, and yeah, that's about it for what I was so playing this week so far. Nice. So I'm glad that you've finally beat one of your Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. I you feel accomplished. 75 more that you've started and now have to finish. So yep. uh, we look forward to hearing the adventures of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this week I played some more Splatoon because I was not satisfied. Oh, I did play more Splatoon also. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was not satisfied with Team Mayo winning the Splatfest last yeah, week. How the fuck that? Could they because say, like, bullshit. Like, did they only say like 23% of the people actually picked Mayo? Yeah, which is the and problem. And they still won? No, that's the problem. So the way that it worked is it was, you know, Team Catcher versus Team Mayo in the in the Splatfest and Turf War. The problem being there wasn't enough Mayo players to have Ketchup people always playing Mayo people. So a good majority of the time you were just playing against other Ketchup people and that didn't count for anything. They put over onto it? Yeah. So it would be like if you were playing a game that just had the normal colors, I think that was you versus other Ketchup people. Where every time you were red versus white or blood versus semen as we covered last week, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, that was one that counted. All the other ones didn't count. So that's why, like, they just happened to win a majority of the ones that actually counted while everybody else was playing games all day or all weekend or whatever, and none of those counted. That's lame. Yeah. Super bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I was not a fan of that, but I played a little bit more uh, on Monday and Tuesday uh, just because uh, a couple of my other friends got the game. Uh, so we were playing uh, Salmon Run, which was cool, um, and then some more, like, League Battles and rank stuff. Um, but then all of that stopped and came to a grinding halt on Wednesday uh, with the introduction of something that's really, really cool uh, and something that made me start training. So here we go. Joe is also training. Oh, God. Yes. This is this pumps I, you up, gets I you ready for training. I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. You had no idea. <sighs> yeah, that's right. This is going to play in the background for the whole show, so get ready for that. Um, but yeah, the Nintendo World Championships are coming around very quickly, and qualifiers for Joe and I in our region is this is next weekend. Mm-hmm. So 
in a couple of days from when you're hearing this. I'm going to stop it, Joe. It's okay. Don't <laughs> worry about it. I'm staring at your phone yeah. thinking, like, I'm going to smash gonna, that in a minute. It's going to fade out. Look at that. Quick fade. Quick fade. I wasn't sure what was going to start next, so uh, we'll put that off to the side. But yes, Nintendo World Championships are coming around once again. Uh, the first time since 2015, I believe. Um, was it? Yeah, because the last time the finals was Mario Maker, which hadn't come out yet. Yes, um, yes, yes. So that uh, was the last one. So this next one is coming around, and the qualifier for it, in order to be able to get to, into the Nintendo World Championships, is Mario Kart 7. Which made me pick up my 3DS for the first time since the Switch came out. So, yeah, when good I job, saw that, Nintendo. I thought, like, is that a typo at first when I. Yeah, because you figured it'd be, it'd be 8 yeah. or it'd be 8 Deluxe or something. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I guess maybe they were just assuming that it's still early on to assume that everybody has you a know, Switch to practice. A Switch or, or a Wii U. Because yeah. I mean, we know the Wii U didn't sell phenomenally well. And Switches are still hard to get. So they were like, eh, we can't really do eight because we can't guarantee that a lot of people yeah. have access to that. Yeah. Enough people. But I'm sure, I mean, fucking how many 3DSs do they sell? Uh, 400 million? Yes. A metric fuck ton is, I believe, the actual scientific measurement. Yeah. So uh, I imagine they assumed it's not too hard for people to get their hands on a copy of Mario Kart. Correct. Which, surprisingly enough, you needed to do. Yeah. I was actually surprised by that. I had the box, too. Oh, you did have, have the, the box? Game. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I texted Joe and I was like, Joe, I need you to I need you to the, start testing, time trialing, and you just sent me a picture of your stack of Mario games. You went, I, I don't have it. Yeah. I had the box, but it was set off. A, like to the side yeah so i i think i might have lost it and or do you I think was, you traded it in at maybe one point I, maybe i lost it maybe i traded it in at some point i'm i'm not sure why i would do that because like it's a know, mario I, game yeah. Well, yeah like i said i showed sent you that picture of a stack of mario games yeah. for the 3ds i don't know why mario kart was the one that I was like no fuck mario kart I'm get not this out of here one. yeah i'm gonna have all the paper marios and the mario and luigi games but yeah. mario kart nope. disgusting fuck this driving i'm out of here yeah um, Especially since I love Mario Kart. Exactly. Well, and you're such a big Nintendo guy that I was like, oh, Joe's definitely got it. Joe, go ahead. Pick up. Start doing some time trials. I want to see how you're doing. And you were just like, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't have it. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I, I'm assuming I must have lost it and then I set the box aside. Yeah. But you did went and picked yourself up another copy yeah. either way. Yeah. So you've been training, mm-hmm. as have I. Do I need to play the song again? No. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so I start. <laughs> it was that or Eye of the Tiger. And I thought the theme from Rocky One was probably better. Mm. Uh, because this is where we're starting. We're so. probably going to get a, a copyright takedown. <laughs> no, it was. It only played long enough and in the background, so therefore uh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, and we don't make any money off this, so mm. it's not like we're you know using their song to get money. So it's fine. It's fair. Um, but yeah, so for adults, Wait, we don't make money off of this. Not why yet. the fuck am I doing this? Uh, for the love of the game. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, uh, uh, it's fine. It's Anyways, Mario yes. Kart. Uh, so Mario Kart 7, uh, for our age bracket, which is 13 and up. <laughs> Almost made it. Yeah. No, just made it. <laughs> or just made yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise, you could have been in the kitty one, which yeah. you would have destroyed. Mentally. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is uh, Bowser's Castle level uh, from the Game Boy Advance, using Bowser with standard everything. So, Which is good, because otherwise, if it was just post your best time, then people would go in with like the most fine-tuned cart. Uh, you know, set up and everything, and that wouldn't be fair to everybody. Yeah. Um, but so standard cart, standard wheels, standard I'm paraglider. I'm surprised uh, Bowser. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the the thought process was as to why they picked Bowser at that particular just Mario, level. Just because. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't pick Mario and then some Mario, like you know, Mushroom Kingdom level or Princess Castle or whatever. It seemed really weird. Uh, but yeah, I've been in training ever since. I've been playing pretty much nonstop. 
since Wednesday. Uh, my first time that I got, uh, my very first, like, oh, I, let, let's pick it up. Let's see where I stand. It was like a minute and 38, which is bad. I don't know if you know that. It's bad. Uh, but I've been slowly bringing it down little by little. Uh, and now just today I hit a minute in 19 seconds, which I was very proud of. Mm. You're, you're schooling me. The best I was able to get was a minute 26. Yeah. But when did you pick up the copy again? Uh, Friday. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just for... This yeah, is Saturday. Yeah. So yesterday. yesterday. Yesterday morning, I went out and picked it, and yeah. I had a lot of downtime at work. So at work yesterday, I just sat there going over and over and over again. Yeah. Just like trying to, you know, just trying to figure out like the exact kind of little steps. Like I figured that um, there's a point. There's a part. And... There's a part where there's like four jumps in a row yep. with speed boops, boops, boops. boops. Yep. Uh, and on the there's second lap, there's a ramp there. Yep. That goes up. That it's higher. I fig- I found out that it's faster if you skip the ramp and hit the jumps because they have the speed boosts. It's not. It's not? It's not. It, when I started doing that, it shaved like three seconds off my time. Yeah. Oh, well, there's... So the way that it works is if you... You have to do this like... And I found this out because I was watching a YouTube video on it um, where a guy uh, hit like... Yeah. Ringer tips. You just got to watch it. doesn't mean I can do it. <laughs> it's taken me this long to even attempt Jeez. it. Um, you have to go off that jump. You have to push down to hit the second speed boost while then hitting the jump off that speed boost, like the, you know, like the, what I don't know. You have to hit the right button, the right trigger. Oh, you, the the jump? Yeah, like the jump boost. The, the hop? Yeah, so you got to do the hop off of that while you still have your glider and then pull back up as quickly as you can. So you just basically have to dive and then come out of it while getting the jump. And then you have to land on that platform. You get the jump off the platform. And it's like, it's this serious thing that like I can't even do every time. I constantly miss it. And so that's the way it seems like you have to get it in order to get the fastest time. Cause yeah, if you just, you know, glide over there, then you're like slowly gliding and yeah, then the, the speed uh, boosts are better, but there's all kinds of fancy trickery that I can't quite grasp. So, hmm. um, and I've, I mean, I'm doing this for fun. I'm probably not going to go down. It's in New York. Uh, we live in Connecticut, so I'm probably not going to go like down to it. Yeah. But it's like ride. on an already busy weekend that I have. So maybe, and you don't know what the line is like. So uh, we'll see if I, if I all of a sudden start doing every single lap at like, you know, two or, you know, a second or two faster than what I'm doing now, maybe. Cause that's where I think that you should need to be from what I've seen, but I probably won't get there. So, well, I mean, you're also only thinking one step ahead and like, you're just thinking you beating Mario Kart. Yeah, that's then you got to assume like what the hell else is it going to be? Honestly, don't care. Like if I if you I won be on the stage, if I won a qualifier and then got to go to the Nintendo World Championships, I don't care if I made an ass of myself and be like, guess what, guys, I got this far. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I assume it's going to be you know Mario Maker stuff. It's going to be Splatoon, probably be Arms. Yeah, but, could you do Splatoon for one of these? Yeah, you just do um, you do team battles. I guess you know you could. Mm. You and four of the qualifiers or whatever on one team, and then the other four on another team. You know, I, you could come up with stuff. You probably arms would be more likely, or you do maybe maybe you do salmon well, run do, and Splatoon I mean, two. It's, it's been a while since I watched those, but they, it's, it's usually not. It's com- usually not competitive. It's like time trial, more time trials, type yeah. Stuff. So it's who can finish this level faster. Yeah, I doubt it would be Splatoon like in a you know versus match style thing or arms, just because that's just you know beating each other as opposed to beating the time. No, but there's single lot. player stuff to do in both of those games. Like uh, that's true. I you could do could say, like who can complete this level of the single player campaign faster. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, who gets a higher score beating up one of the guys or, you know, who can beat this boss 
mm. in the quickest time in arms or something like that, or do the, do the most damage. Like there's single player elements to do it. Well, we traditionally think of those games as more multiplayer. You could definitely do single player stuff with that. That's true. Plus there's, you know, I'm sure there'll be more Mario Kart, maybe a different character on a different level. And, um, you know, and I wonder like if they're going to pull out the, uh, the wizard and unveil like an, un as of yet unannounced game. Yeah, I was thinking about that because that's like the big deal. That's what they usually do. Although Mario Maker was that was announced when they did it. You just nobody it had was played the first it yet. time somebody had played it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking. At, so the first qualifiers are this weekend in New York and San Francisco. Next and, weekend. Yeah. Well, this is Monday for those people listening to it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. The 19th and 20th, we'll say. The following weekend, Chicago, Los Angeles. Uh, the following weekend after that, Labor Day weekend is uh, Minneapolis and Dallas, and then Seattle and Miami. And so I don't know when the actual event itself is, um, but those that's when the, the qualifiers are. Oh, it's uh, October the 7th in New York City. Mm. So um, who knows? Maybe we'll try to go to the, the finals Manhattan or whatever. The Center's Grand Ballroom. Yep. Yeah, all of the qualifiers are taking place at Best Buys uh, because obviously there's not Nintendo stores in each one of those cities. Um, is they're still doing it at Best Buy, even the New York one? Yep. Huh. Yeah, everything's at a Best Buy. Uh, and then you'll be I able they to... close down the Best Buy in Manhattan. There's got to be more than one. That's true. Or they moved it or something. Oh, wait, uh, no, it's still there. I went there like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's actually not in Manhattan. It's in the, uh, it's in the Bronx. Oh. So... Not Brooklyn, the Bronx, which I was surprised about. I would have thought, if not Manhattan, it's definitely in Brooklyn. But no, in the Bronx. Uh, but while you're there, you can also play Super Mario Odyssey and Metroid Samus Returns, which could be pretty sweet. Mm, uh, I, I would love to try that Super Mario Odyssey. I would love to play that Mario game. And I'd love to get a pin. They're giving out pins, too. Pins, yeah, and, uh, and platinum points for your My Nintendo which are the good ones, right? Those are the ones that get you games. Does it? I mean, I thought they got rid of all that stuff. No, the, the my Nintendo. It's like the new thing. So Did you, they bring back another one. Yeah, it, it used to be Club Nintendo. It was Club Nintendo before, and, and then, then they closed it was that. like that Metopia thing. Or That's whatever. what Metopia gets you gold points for your my Nintendo, which then gets you cosmetic stuff and like mm. dumb things you can so get. I've been missing out on a lot of this stuff. Yes, I didn't pay attention. Yep. I gotta get me some points. Yeah, you can actually go for all the games that you bought on Switch when you put in the the cart because you bought them all. Oh yeah, you know I did do that. Yeah, and it, and then like from with the cart in it, it you know you go and you register redeem, it, yeah. redeem for points or yep. whatever. But I never looked to see where those points went or what happened. There's not a lot of stuff. It's not as cool as Club Nintendo was, uh, which is probably why you haven't been paying attention to it. Yeah, uh, but 100 platinum points is good. I assume tons of free games. I know. Club Nintendo was really, really great. That's yeah. probably why they stopped it. Yeah. Because uh, they wanted to not give away so much free, cool stuff. I got so many free games. But yeah. So yeah, that's mostly what I was playing is is just training. Yeah. I'm in training. Ready, Joe? You ready for the song again? I will stab you. <laughs> Joe hates the song. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's going to do it for what we've been playing. So we're going to jump right into the news. And this is going to be something that we don't cover a lot, which is Xbox Mostly just because Xbox is about to come out with a new system and there hasn't been a lot of news-worthy things other than what we think about Scorpio and is Scorpio ever coming out, uh, which still haven't heard anything. They told it's, us soon on pre-orders. It's, it's coming it's, out in like two months. Yeah, so <laughs> need to get on that. Microsoft. But Microsoft did come out this week and say uh, that they're working on a complete overhaul of the achievement system. Uh, one thing that they said in that uh, release or the article of the interview uh, was that they're like a 90 minute interview. Yeah. They're looking more to uh, like validating people who maybe play a lot of, of one, one game. Yeah. Of one game rather than playing a little bit 
of a bunch of different games or just playing the story of all these different games. So like they want to start rewarding people or letting people show on their gamer tag that maybe they've put 200 hours into call of duty multiplayer or, you know, 300 hours in a Skyrim versus the person who just like runs through all of the, you know, sneak Kings and like dumb little games that you can get just like a thousand achievements you yeah. know, by sneezing at the controller or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it, 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 I mean, from what I gathered, this could be completely wrong, but it, it did definitely make it sound like the way it's going to work is going to be like time based. Like, that you know, um, yeah, the squeaking was throwing up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they were saying it was going to be you know, if you're a world champion Halo, you know, four player, yeah, and you, you spend all be, your time playing Halo Four. Yeah. You should have something that to show your dedication to Halo Four. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be like there's just going to be accumulative achievements from this point on, as opposed to just having the set two thousand. You know, originally it's a one thousand, then they upped it to two thousand with DLC. Yeah. Instead of having just that set thing, it might be you know, after playing ten hours of Halo, you get an achievement. After playing fifty hours, you get an achievement. After playing a hundred hours, you get an achievement. After playing two hundred hours, you get an achievement. Yeah. And like the more you play, the more they start to stack. I don't know if it would be something like, you know, every fifty hours you get an achievement, or every ten hours you get an achievement. Yeah. I, as long as they don't get rid of the actual like item based achievements like the you do this certain thing in this, this certain boss, game yeah complete this you know aspect of it yeah uh complete you know x amount of side quests you know collect all the in-game collectibles like as long as they don't get rid of those uh then i, I don't have any problem with you also getting an achievement for hitting certain milestones of playtime. yeah um, and i wonder if it's going to be i mean you know they might not be the same achievements as they were before you know, it might be that those ones will be, you know, diamond achievements and yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of like platinum not, trophies. Yeah, kind of like that. Well, platinum trophies still went to like your trophies kind of thing, yeah. but it might be, you know, you get an emblem yeah. that you can uh, tie to your gamer card or something yeah. like a merit says, badge. Yeah, that says like, you know, I, I played Halo this long. Yeah, I don't know if it will be, you know, the point value system that the other ones have, or maybe it'll be this, you know, completely the other thing, you know. It might be like your gamer score and your gamer time will yeah. be a separate, you know, achievement system that they'll have. So or it might be tied to how many games you play. Yeah. But then again, what happens if it, you're playing something that's not uh, Call of Duty? You know, yeah. what, what if it's playing Dark Souls? Yeah. Am I going to get achievements for playing Dark Souls for X amount of hours? I mean, probably if that's the system they want to go to for rewarding well, playtime. Said, but it, it no, sounded but... like they were saying we're going to reward people for being dedicated to like a certain game. Yeah, like if you play, you know, if you just play Minecraft on your Xbox, you have no way to show that you're on your Xbox all the time because you and probably you have ma- 500 hours. Yeah, because you, you got the you got your 2,000 achievements. Yeah, you max uh, you those know, out real quick. Ago, but, yeah, and then you get nothing else for it after that. Yeah. So as a big Xbox achievement person, which you are, as we've stated several times. Are you worried about this? Do you think it's going to make it maybe less fun or take away from your enjoyment of achievements? Um, well, I'll admit that um, I'm not as concerned with achievements as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in recent, you know, in like the last year or so, I've more just been focusing on just enjoying the games yeah. as opposed to, you know, just getting achievements. But you're busier. So like, yeah, as you get busier, you yeah. have less time to focus on yeah, like I only grinding have, I only stuff. have X amount of you know, time to play video games at the end of the day. So I just would much rather, um, yeah, just, uh, 
play it as yeah, opposed to have fun. You know, yeah, as opposed, uh, you know, a lot of times nowadays when I buy a new game, I don't even really look at the achievements, and I, it's more the kind of thing where like when I get one, I'm like, oh, cool. All right, yeah, yeah, I got one. See, got that's one. how I kind of am, probably because I was a PlayStation gamer and trophies weren't around at first, so I was just playing games to have fun. And even now with them, I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to look at the trophy list ahead of time because I don't really care, and I don't want all of the achievements if I'm not going to like the game. Like, if I like the game and enjoy playing it, I'll then go through second playthroughs, third playthroughs to then get all those things I missed. Yeah. Uh, but the first playthrough is all about... I want to beat the story. I want to pay attention to it. I want to play multiplayer. I don't care what the little achievements are, the little trophies, because, like, I don't know. If I get them, I get them. If I don't, it's whatever. I'm having fun. Um, So I I don't know if there's a way to make the system reward that kind of play or if it's always just going to be you played this game for X amount of time or you did all the nitpicky shit in it. There, here you go. Here's your your merit based system or whatever that means. Yeah. Um. So, what would you like to see them add? How would you like to see this overhaul? Like, is there anything that you want them to implement, uh, or you want them to avoid implementing in this new rework of achievements? Um. I. If if it does go that the way that they're making it, they make they're making it sound. I would almost kind of prefer that they would separate the two types of achievements. Like, if there was a, a dedicated. One, like I said, which, you know, it was just determining about how much you play the game. I would prefer that to be a separate thing as opposed to just like you also said. Yeah, you know, there needs to be the ones that are like to just enjoy the game and have fun playing it and yeah. get the achievements. And then there should be the one that's your dedication to X game. I don't know if they would, you know, separate it depending on the games. You know, maybe that it would be there are time-based ones and how many game like matches you've played ones. You know, yeah. like play 500 matches of Halo, get an achievement. Yeah. Play 1,000 matches of Call of Duty, get an achievement. Yeah. Because um, I feel like this could really benefit people who play like a lot of sports games. Because Xbox is really big with sports games. They've got, you know, Madden and FIFA and people play the fuck out of those. Mm-hmm. And so if you play a certain number of online games of Madden or your, you know, your franchise lasts for X amount of years in, you know, FIFA or Madden or whatever, then I feel like those people need to get stuff where now they're not getting them. But also maybe they're just the type of gamers who don't care to get them because they just have fun simulating football slash football. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, how long does it go until it ends? Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Is it going to just be like, you know, there's going to be one guy out there who's played four million games of matches of Halo, and they're just like, all right, here's his one yeah. millionth achievement that he's gotten in this yeah. game. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume there's got to be a cap where you've played, you know, uh, like X number plus. So maybe like. Once you hit 200 hours, say, okay, it's two, you've, hit, you've played 200 plus hours of this game. Here's a, you know, here's a gold star or whatever. Like, you know, I don't know, an emblem, a merit badge. I don't think or, two, 200 would be too low. I mean, I'm already 89 hours into Dark Souls. Yeah, but you just beat it. So how much more are you going to play it? You beat everything. You can go up to New Game Plus 9 in that. And people have. Yeah, no, I'm sure they have. So, and I'm just throwing it. I, like, that's an arbitrary number. I'm not suggesting I mean, that's I've, worth I've definitely put paid. in a lot more than a $200 into some multiplayer games. Yeah, well, I, I mean, even, like, look at Skyrim. People put 500 hours into that fucking mm-hmm. game. So, yeah, there's... I think the cap would depend on the game. Yeah. You know, for a game like Skyrim, where you're anticipating people are going to play it for 300, 400, 500 hours, you maybe then sparse out the you know, the number. So it's like, rather than getting it every 50, 100, 150, 200, you get it now every one, two, three, four, five hundred. you know? I would think that it would have to be something that's not directly tied to the game itself. 
just to avoid breaking the system. Mm. Yeah, because like, you could would, just leave the console on. Yeah, like it would have to be something like tied to the system playing it as opposed to the game itself. Yeah. I, I would imagine it would have to work that way somehow. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how they'll work it. I don't know how they'll implement it. I don't know how they'll change up what you've gotten already. Or if all of a sudden now the gamer score that you've cultivated that you've, you're, you're proud of now all of a sudden loses its value or its luster. Cause who cares? You're, you know, this other person's number is way higher than yours. Or, you know, this game company just puts out a game and they're like, oh, yeah, every minute you play, you get an achievement. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden people are just playing this game to rack up whatever this new achievement type is or achievements in general if it just adds to your overall gamer score. Yeah. like You know, like how long until somebody makes their avatar the Burning Earth, the, the game that takes five minutes to get a thousand achievement. And then everyone wants to run out and buy that game just to get the quick easy achievements yeah the playstation had a game like that it was like my name is mayo and like you get a platinum trophy for like tapping a jar of mayo a hundred times or something stupid like that like it's it was it's really dumb and it's just like one of those things that is a very breaking the system kind of element so I, I don't know i would hope that if they're doing a complete overhaul or like a huge revamp that they're thinking all this stuff through and they maybe have an idea in mind they're just probably not ready to share it yeah but i'm not surprised by this i assumed when the scorpio was coming out that they would do something new yeah, you gotta you gotta do more than just say this box is more powerful because yeah. that's not gonna matter to a lot of people. But if you say, "Hey, look over here, we're Xbox. We have a more powerful box, and we just did all these new cool things for the inside or for the experience. Come check us out, or if you you know if you lapsed, come back." And you know that puts more eyes on Xbox. So yeah, I'm not surprised either that they're doing this. But we'll see how it turns out. I guess. Hmm. So, are you looking forward to it? Are you excited to hear more about it? Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, hopefully, it'll actually get me like interested in achievements again. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just haven't really cared all that much, and it's. it's I mean, I don't see it as a bad thing that no. you know that happened because. Um, it's like I don't care about achievements that much because I'm just having too much fun playing video games instead. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. It ruined having fun ruined it for me. Yeah. Spoil of riches, Joe. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we'll we'll look forward to more from that. I mean, I guess if you guys have any thoughts on what you would like to see in the achievement section, hit us up on Twitter. There you go. Uh, listener engagement. It's always a positive. Right, Joe? How many listeners do we have? I don't know. <laughs> well, we want them to engage with us. Please. Yeah, that's fun. We're everybody, lonely. Everybody likes that. Um, speaking of things that people like, the Nintendo Switch uh, is actually in a bit of hot water legally so last week we talked about spooky lawsuits this one's more run-of-the-mill uh very basic nintendo is being sued by the makers of wikipad which was a thing i had heard about i thought was way older than it is but it came out a couple years it's basically an android gaming tablet is is it made by like wikipedia no i think it's just called that i don't think it has any just one of those things where that word has been co-opted and used by correct everybody yeah, uh, so they are actually being, Nintendo's being sued uh, because the design of the Switch apparently infringes on their patent, uh, which I was very bored today, so I actually read the patent, <laughs> looked, looked at the images, looked at the lawsuit, because yeah, you can I'm just, you know, right you can look at everything, um, and it, like, so the, the WikiPad doesn't look any different than, like, a, it honestly looks like an oversized Game Gear. Uh, but it doesn't oh, look any. Weird. It doesn't look any different than any other handheld gaming console. Uh, it's got two joysticks. It's got yeah, it's your just, face buttons, your D pad. It's, it's just a, a thing you insert your 
your tablet into. Well, it's like it comes as one thing. You can't just put any tablet in there. Oh, it's okay. like it's a system that you can then you can take the tablet out of it and just use it as a tablet. See, so, yeah, at first I thought it was just from looking at this, I was like, oh, was it just a Bluetooth controller? No, because that would be different. That would be an accessory, not a system. So the fact that this is a system is where the uh, the patent comes into play. They're saying that the fact that the Switch has detachable controllers uh, infringes upon their patent. And their patent uh, goes through, and I'm not a patent lawyer or a lawyer in general, um, so this was all very, you know, I have a basic understanding, I guess, uh, of what it says. And it was basically under the impression of like, it has controllers, they come off, you use the controllers to interact with the, the system, which is, you know, that's basic video games. But the fact that they can connect to the sides and detach is what then makes it different from a 3DS or a Vita. I think it looks like a Game Gear. Oh, yeah, I just said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, you, were, you were looking at the thing. I was looking at the pictures instead. Yeah, yeah it's an oversized Game Gear. Hmm. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Nintendo has no comment as of this time. I'm sure they're going to fight it. They've got great lawyers, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure this isn't even the first time they've been I've hit with something like this. I've never even heard of this Wikipad thing, so I can't imagine that they are losing money <laughs> from it. No, but you never know. It's one of those things where all you have to do is argue, like, yeah, our first one didn't do well, but it's still our patent. We were, we were working on the Wikipad, too. Yeah, and and like the, the lawsuit's merit doesn't have anything to do with the success or failure of the Wikipad. It's they got to the idea technically first, legally speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, they filed that patent. They could have never made a Wikipad and just filed the patent. That's true. And that's all it takes. It's like, you know... And it's like patent trolls where they just make up patents, they get them patented, and then they start going after people who didn't have the fourth, uh, you know, the forethought to patent them. So um, I don't know what'll come of this. It'll probably be some kind of settlement uh, because the the lawsuit asks for the stop of sales of all switches. No, well, that's not happening. Yeah, there's no way Nintendo's going to stop that. I mean, they're selling really well, as we stated. You can't find them really. I'm starting to see them more in stores. Um, but you can't really find them in most places. So they're not going to want to stop that train, especially because if you, if you have to pull all of those off the shelf and then be like, all right, guys, just wait until Christmas and then you can get one. We just got to give it six months of not being on sale. Uh, you're never going to get that back. Uh, you, you may, when Mario comes out, if you then allow sales again, you might get it back, but you don't want to stop that momentum. Not when everybody's loving what they're seeing with it. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll probably end up in a settlement. I I don't see this going to a trial or whatever, but yeah. who knows? Maybe the Wikipad people will be stubborn and they won't accept a settlement and they're going to want to take it to trial because they'll get more money. Um, they're seeking damages and uh, you know all kinds of other stuff. And So we'll see. Any thoughts on it, Joe? Uh, I'm just looking. I, I I was thinking, you know, was this tied to anybody? But it looks like it is just Wikipad makes the Wikipad. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, you know, a, a division of yeah, no. some company. But, uh, yeah, I can picture Nintendo just being like, fuck you guys. Here's yeah, when, a check for yeah. $50 million. Go away. Yeah, just please go away. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but it's never good to be sued. Nobody likes being sued. No. Um, at least they're being sued by tangible people that they can talk to and work out a settlement rather than a ghost. Yeah. As we had last week. Mm-hmm. So real settlements and real lawsuits are better than ghost ones. Yeah. I think anyway, I'm not a fan of ghosts. I hate them. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. There you go. Um, all right. So that's actually it for the big news this week. Again, it's the, you know, tail end of the summer. Yeah. There was not a lot going on this week. We're going to get was, like struggling to find stuff. Yeah. I think like by Thursday, I was like, oh, I got like, three articles yeah like, come on give me give me something to work with here yeah uh there is a bunch of little things though which means it's time once again for lightning round 
not lightning round. Um, so we'll start this week with Middle Earth, Shadow of War, lightning round. Yeah, so, um, fuck, what is it? Monolith, I think, is the people that make this game. Sounds right. Yeah, Monolith Studios, they showed off uh, the microtransactions for... Uh, Shadow of War. Woo! Because it's 2017, why not? Everyone loves microtransactions. <laughs> Remember when there just used to be like, you bought a game? codes for a game? Like a, a, a secret code? Yeah. You know, up, up, down, down, left, right to unlock special stuff? Yeah. Instead of having to spend money? There was a whole industry of selling books that had the codes in them. Oh my god, we used to have so many of those books when we worked at GameStop. Well, that and like, remember like going to the book fair? You go to the book fair mm-hmm. in elementary school, like... Towards the end of you know my school days, those book fairs started having like cheat codes for PlayStation One and Nintendo sixty four, and it's like that's cool. I want that book. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we uh, we now live in the age of the microtransactions. So Monolith came out and they showed off their microtransactions for Shadow of the War. Um, it's basically going to be uh, loot boxes, like you know the stuff that's like how caught on in Overwatch yeah, yeah. And, and all of these games. I, I, um, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's just. It's a single-player game. Like, well, it's going to be cosmetic stuff, right? Maybe like a weapon here, a weapon there, but mostly it's going to be skins and... Uh, no. Uh, well, uh, there's going to be several different things. There's going to be... First off, there's loot chests, which contain weapons and armor. Yeah. Uh, the, what they're calling gear. Of varying rarity, equipping and upgrading these weapons and armor, enhanced talions, uh, character abilities. Loot chests can also contain XP boosts that help level up talion faster. Okay. Uh, there's going to be war chests, and these are the ones that seem a little. Yeah. Uh, they unlock orc followers in the game. So in this one, you're building up an army of orcs. Oh, so you just get more soldiers. And yeah, it's just like adding more soldiers and stuff to your ranks. Yep. Um, uh, and then also, it's going to have stuff that you can use to level up and customize them. Yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be just ones that are just XP boosts for, XP, you know leveling up your character and then there's going to be bundles that are just going to have like you know packages of loot ones yeah, yeah. And, and war chests and stuff yeah um a lot of people have been complaining they're basically saying like it, like i said it's a single player game so it's just basically pay to win at this point like yeah so if you want to do that oh go ahead you paid a 60 dollar game then you're gonna pay more to beat the game faster that do you yeah i don't care i mean you don't have to buy it yeah and you can earn in-game money by playing the game to buy these yeah as opposed so, to like just using cash yeah so fine but you know, it's like I said. Remember back in the day when like this was just part of the game and it wasn't something that was sold separately. But it sounds like what you're saying is it's also part of the game. Which at that point, if you want to play the game like you did in the past, go ahead. If you want to spend the money to beat the game faster, I don't know why you would. Like, what's the point in beating it faster if you didn't technically earn it? Because then then you're done with the game. Because there is no multiplayer component, right? As far as I know, I, I don't know if there's like a thing for maybe you can have your armies fight other people's armies. That'd be really cool. That'd yeah, really that would awesome. be cool. Like you build up your army and take it into the battlefield and be like, I'm going to challenge another person yeah. somewhere else in the world and see what happens. Yeah. Because we, I think, had talked about this last week just off the air. Um, I think it, we found out about it. It was as like we, right after we finished. As yeah. we recorded uh, last week. Uh, at first, I heard the word microtransactions, and my brain immediately went to that point where it's like, oh, fuck this. This is bullshit. Uh, but then as I'm thinking about it, it's like, well, no, it's it's a single-player game, so you're not putting another player at a disadvantage. You're just you're doing you. you. You play it however you want to. So if that's what you want to do, good on you. Just go ahead. If not, then it's not really a big deal. And I'm sure they'll see some money from it, but if the backlash is as you're saying where people don't like it, then I don't know, then they won't get the money from it. 
I don't. It's a it's a win win for them because either you know people play the game like normal and nobody really cares. No one's going to not buy this game because there's microtransactions mm-hmm. in it uh, because the microtransactions that other players make don't affect you. Um, or people are going to use them and then they get bonus money. So I don't blame them for doing it. It doesn't. It won't break the game for me if I play it. I'll just play the game as normal. Yeah. So you know, not too shabby. But there you go. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we have more evidence that Crash Bandicoot is coming to the Xbox One. Uh, I don't remember if we had talked about this before on the show. Joe and I distinctly remember having a conversation. It might have been when we were on the way to see Dunkirk. Yes, uh, which is what we did after the podcast last week. So maybe that was it. Because um, I know we had a conversation about it. There was news last week uh, or maybe just you know earlier in yeah, it must have been last week, uh, where someone put up a screenshot of the button prompts for Xbox on a like a selection screen of the Crash uh, Bandicoot reboot, the Insane Trilogy, uh, and then this week we get more information. Well, that might have been a Photoshop. We don't know. Yeah, it um, could have been, but that was this, the first is, thing I saw. Yeah, this is this seems like it's a little bit more of a like concrete thing. Yeah. Um, if you go to the Crash Bandicoot website uh, and you like click on the game, it lets you go to a thing for like purchasing the game. Yep. Um, and it'll you know it'll probably just link you to Best Buy, Walmart, yeah, Amazon, yeah. kind of thing like that. But yep. the interesting thing about it is it asks you to pick the platform that you want to purchase the game for. Yep. Uh, right now, it only links you to PlayStation Four. But why even program a thing that says what platform do you want to buy it for if there's only one platform to buy it for? Crash Bandicoot Vita confirmed. You, uh, you heard it here think, first, folks. I guess it's entirely possible. What didn't they say they weren't making Vita games anymore? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, it would be Activision putting it out, so they could they could theoretically just go put it on everything. You can put it on Xbox. You can put it on Switch. You can put it anywhere. But it's definitely going somewhere else besides yeah, PlayStation. 4. I mean, maybe it'll be PC. Uh, yeah. Maybe it'll be Xbox. Maybe it'll be Switch. Yeah, we don't know. It is one of those things where I'm pretty sure when they said it, they referred to it as a. Like, not a console exclusive and not a timed exclusive, but they're just like, it's coming out on PlayStation first or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. they never said this is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. They're just like, it's coming out on PlayStation. Here you go. Yeah, but they never like said coming exclusively. To PlayStation, not like for PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm the fact that it sold well, which I know we talked about. Yeah, we definitely talked about that. It was a huge seller. We talked yeah. about how that they were planning on making more games yep. uh, because of how well it did. Yeah, so it doesn't surprise me that they'd want yeah. to bring it why, to yeah, other... Why would you limit yourself to you know, just one portion of the gaming market? Yeah, and Activision owns the rights. So, yeah. that, I mean, I think that needs to be said. If this was Sony, obviously, there'd be no yeah. point to put it, it was, elsewhere. If it was still Naughty Dog that owned it. Yeah, then it wouldn't. you wouldn't do that, but it's Activision. They're going to put it out for whatever money they want to. So uh, we'll look for more uh, information regarding that, maybe something at Gamescom, which is coming up. Uh, if not, you know, maybe it'll just be a press release at some point in the uh, in the coming months before Christmas, because I think you'd want to hit that before Christmas market. Um, maybe bundle it in with an Xbox One S, you know, for kids and families to buy instead of, you know, going for the Scorpio or whatever. Um, but yeah, so Crash Bandicoot coming to systems that aren't PlayStation 4. Get ready for that. Uh, lightning round. Looks like more characters are coming to arms, maybe? Yeah, so uh, Dana Miners going through the code for the game uh, found a, a bracket listing of characters. They don't exactly say the character's name, but they have like a code name that can easily be attributed to all of the characters. Um, like one of them says DNA, mm-hmm. which you assume yeah. that means Helix. Helix. One of yeah. them says Hair, which you assume means Twintella. Yep. One of them says Mummy, which assumes tied to the Mummy. Yeah. And one says Ninja. Um, British. But- 
policeman. Yeah, police bots. It says yeah, the the code one is that is police. There you go. Um, but there are a, a, about nine other uh, code names. Lightning round. Pause. Run through them. Okay. We're gonna play a game. We're gonna try to guess what we think the character looks like. Okay. Uh, so there is one that is listed as chain. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we think he's gonna look like? Obviously, chains for arms. But do you but think it's gonna be? The guy had chains for arms. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know now. I didn't play a lot of arms, so uh, yeah, me either. Hmm. I only played the the beta, the test punch they put out. I wonder if he's like maybe uh, maybe look like the junkyard dog, where he's just got like a big chain around his neck and like that's somehow connected to the arms, and that could be and pretty. Maybe cool. instead of having extending arms, he just whips chains. I feel like that's that's fundamentally opposed to the. Well, like, I mean, the one chick has she just uses her ponytails. Oh, that's true. As opposed to having stretchy okay. arms. Okay, yeah, so maybe one, that one just a girl in a robot suit. She doesn't have stretchy arms. She there just has go. a robot okay. suit. Um, coil. Hmm. Coil. They already have Springman. Yeah. Which maybe it's a relative of mm, Springman. Oh, it's like Dad. Yeah. Spring Dad or Evil Twin. Oh. What? Yeah. I bet it's something related to Springman and some kind of like, you know, like a Proto Man type. It's or maybe just... it's just a Slinky. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, plant. Ooh. Which I mean, that one seems good. Just yeah. like a plant with vine arms that grow out. Yeah, it really, probably look like the um, little shop of horrors kind of thing, uh, like yeah, a Venus yeah. flytrap head. Yep. Yeah, I'm down for that. That sounds cool. Uh, the Robo? thing we just made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get on it, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Robo, which they already have the Robo uh, bark and bite. Yep. I love those um, guys. Or bite and bark, the RoboCops. So it might be another robot, maybe like a criminal for like enemy version oh, for bark and bite. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I wonder if these are opposites of other things. It could be. It might. Yeah, it might be something like because we use dark said, versions of yeah. Because chains, you already said there's one that has chains for arms. So maybe this is just the evil version of that. Mm-hmm. You get the evil version of the other thing. So yeah, maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is like a villains pack or something. Yeah, or maybe there'll be bosses that you fight. I feel like yeah. Well, and then you can unlock them later on. Yeah, because there's already bosses in the game though. Yeah, I mean they could just add more. That's true. What else we got? Um, one is listed as scroll. Mm, I bet you that's the villain for the mummy, or the um, like ancient texts, and or the uh, ramen chick who's like, uh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, like a because yeah, yeah, she's like a monk. Yep, she's got like monk garb and stuff. Okay, I uh, can see that sumo. Hmm, he's the opposite of the ninja. <laughs> Not <laughs> big and slow, so yeah. maybe that maybe that's it. Uh, surprise. <laughs> Could be like a, like a clown. Yeah, you said that wrong. It's surprise, surprise. <laughs> Could be like a clown character, maybe. Hmm. Is there anybody that is there anybody in the game that hates surprises? <laughs> Probably a lot of them. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet. You think maybe like uh, candy? taffy? Yeah, like a stretchy taffy man, or maybe like the ribbon candy kind of thing. Oh yeah, ribbon candy. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Or, or uh, like a Twizzlers type. That could be cool. Yeah. And then um, this is another one that makes me think it might has the last one is Twintail, which you would think that would be Twintella. Maybe it's her brother. Because that seems like a more masculine version of Twintella. Yeah. Like he just has like two big braids. No, she has two big braids. I don't know. Maybe dreadlocks or something. Oh yeah, maybe dreadlocks. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Or maybe it's somebody with two tails. They fight with two tails. Maybe it's tails. <laughs> Maybe it just got tails in it. Yeah. Hey, just Mario's nice. and Smash Brothers. Yeah. Put tails in yeah, arms. You got Mario and uh, Luigi or uh, Mario and Sonic 
Olympic Games. It's true. They yeah. cross over. Yeah. It's fine. It works. Yeah, but those are the uh, nine other characters that are in the thing. Um, it does have codes. Uh, like, one of them is listed as Boss Head, which is Headlock, which is one of the bosses of the game. Yeah. So it, it, he's listed also in this thing. So it'll probably be playable yeah. at some point. So Or... That just shows show that these aren't these are villains like bad guys that you fight, yeah. not actually characters in the game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there'll be like mini boss weekends where you just like try your yeah. luck against this really hard guy this weekend. That's an evil version of the yeah. like main character. Yeah, but, yeah. So there are at least nine possible DLC characters or possible villains or who knows coming to the game. Cool. Do you and, think and, I mean, be... these might never even come. Also, like yeah. this might this might have just been something that they were working on, and they said, "Okay, these characters aren't going to work, so just take them out." Yeah. Or they're too similar because we made them that way, but we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think if they do it, they'll be paid DLC or free? Um. The did they put it? Didn't they already put out a free DLC for it? Probably. I think I haven't been paying attention to it just because I didn't get the game, but I'm pretty sure they did come out with some kind of DLC character level yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, no Nintendo, uh, if they might go along the same branches, what they did with Splatoon, and they'll just be like free DLC yeah. to keep new... people interested in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's different than Zelda. Because, like, Zelda deserved a traditional season pass because that's a big open game. Yeah, it's been around game. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this one, like, it's a smaller game. You got to keep people interested in it. Yep. Yeah. You're trying to build a franchise. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that comes of it because I really like our idea and concept that we just came up with on the fly of these are evil versions of the other people or the, these people's arch rivals because you could you could do like a story kind of thing around any DLC that you did. So I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we're going to stick with Nintendo because Nintendo announced a new 3DS XL themed around Metroid. Also Lightning Round. Yes. Resume. <laughs> around yeah. Resume. And, uh, yeah, that's it. There's going to be, for the Metroid Samus Returns, there's going to be an exclusive uh, 3DS XL. Looks Uh, awesome. Yep. It's, like, brownish. It's the same color as Samus's suit, and it has a picture of Samus on it. She's shooting to the side. Um, Are you surprised it wasn't a 2DS XL? I was, actually, because... The That's game the new doesn't thing. have well. Also, this game doesn't have 3D. Yeah. So why are they bundling it in with a 3D? Really strange, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't think about that until you just said it because I I forgot that it didn't. But like by this 3DS that comes with a game that doesn't have any 3D in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they want people to buy 3DSs. Yeah. Like I mean, they don't maybe care. They're, maybe they're just trying to get through their stocks, so they're like, quick, just paint these ones with Samus on it and you don't put even, them out. You don't even have to just get, make a faceplate. Because the new 3DS has faceplates. No, not the big ones, not the XLs. Oh, I thought they did. Only the small ones. Oh, well, then never mind. Yeah, yeah paint XLs those. XLs don't, uh, small ones do. And the small mm. ones are canceled. Yeah, they're done. So. Yeah. So, yeah, paint those things. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I already have uh, a Zelda one, so I'm not going to go out of the way to buy that one. Yeah. But I'm going to get Metroid. Yeah, absolutely. I don't need the thing for it. Yeah. All right. Lightning round. We're going to stick with Metroid though, uh, because there was clarification this week that hard mode for Metroid Samus Returns is not tied to the Amiibo. Yeah, uh, we talked about this like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Whenever it came out, um, the news, it must've been like two weeks ago that, uh, people thought that you had to have an Amiibo in order to get hard mode, which would have been real terrible given how scarce Amiibos are, mm-hmm. especially for big franchises like Metroid would be, everyone would go yeah. out and get those. Um, but they did state that hard mode is available. Once you beat the game, you can unlock hard mode. Uh, but fusion mode, which is a separate mode in the game, is still tied to the Amiibo. So that part hasn't changed. But hard mode you can get 
you know, in the regular game without, which is good because that's you want a harder version of the game. Yeah, you, most likely if you, you beat wanna, it, you, yeah, you want to be able to replay it. Yeah, you know, so give yourself a challenge. We can all breathe a sigh of relief and stop writing our angry tweets and letters to Nintendo and just chill. Save all that animosity for when you can't find the game or an NES classic or, or what have you. So there'll be plenty of reasons to get mad at Nintendo throughout the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. So they make sure to give you plenty of reasons. Yeah, we'll table our anger for now. Um, lightning round. The we're gonna again another Metroid, but this one a lot of Metroid news. This yeah, week. but this one regarding the uh, the fan remake that had come yeah, out or was, was being worked on. Uh, it was canceled, but they like put out the like ninety nine percent finished yeah product. They were like you know Nintendo said it. It was another. It was called another Metroid Two remake. Yeah. Um, and this was before Metroid Samus Returns before, got announced. This was before it got announced. Yep. And like, they were pretty much completely done with the game. And they got a cease and desist notice from Nintendo. And they basically just put out the like everything that they had. Yeah. And were like, quick, grab it while you can before you know we have to take it down. Um, and then a couple months later, they announced that Nintendo was working on their own. And that's why they did it. Yep. Um, I mean, this was a game that was working on for their... the. The, the fan-made one they were working on, it was known for years, so I don't know why they didn't... They waited for them to be practically done with it before they told them to knock it off. Just to screw them. Yeah. Probably. Just to keep them I busy. Know. Yeah, I don't but, know. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, it sucks for those guys. They were working for years, like I said, to put this game out, and, you know, it gets shoved aside. But there's a silver lining in the end. A happy ending! Who yeah. doesn't love a good happy ending? So the developers that were working on AM2R... Uh, were contacted to go and work um, on the next Ori in the Blind Forest game. Ori in the Blind Forest was an indie game that came out. It was a, like a, a Metroid-esque type of side-scrolling adventure game. Uh, they have a sequel coming out called Ori in the Will of the Wisp. I think it was announced at E3 this year. That sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was part of like the uh, Microsoft's uh, indie showcase that yep. they had in their presentation. I remember it got a big pop when people like finally realized what it was because they would think the trailer was just like a feather floating around and everyone was kind of like, what is this, a Forrest Gump game or something? Uh, I would play that game. Hold on. I would play that game. There'd be all kinds of track <laughs> and field mini games. running across the United States yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. Where you, there's a, it's an endurance thing, so you've got to pace yourself. Yeah. Uh, there's also a dating sim where you got to try to get Jenny to love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And avoid getting AIDS. <laughs> yep, Jenny did have AIDS, um, and then uh, also all Vietnam. the yeah, you got your Vietnam level. ping pong mini game. Oh my god, ping pong! Yeah, you could put it on DS, and you can have like a little um, like the, an ice cream one where you just get forest tongue, and you just got to quickly lick all the ice cream. Yeah, I would play this game mm-hmm. that I just made uh, up. You have to go through and make sure you get the best flavor of candy out of the box of chocolates. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. You don't so. want to get coconut. It's like Minesweeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't pick the hey, coconut in, one. In the book, he became an astronaut and went to space. Really? Yeah. I didn't read the book. Yeah. I didn't know there was a book. Yeah, it was based off of a book. I've sat in the place where the bench was. Yeah, he was also, like, in the book, he's, like, six foot eight and, like, 400 pounds. It doesn't have Asperger's, or he does. <laughs> no, I think he's even worse. Wow. Yeah. There you go. He's also a huge asshole. <laughs> Yeah, no, Forrest is nice and endearing. That's what's great about Forrest. Well, that's what's great about Tom Hanks. Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, so we've... So, yeah, uh, the, the uh, I'm trying to find the name. Uh, Moon Studios okay. uh, hired them to go work on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So, like, their their dedication paid off in the end. They actually got to, you know, work on a legit game. Hooray. Yeah. You know, they got a job. We when... don't know what they were doing beforehand, but now they got... Uh, there are legit yeah. game developers. They've gone straight. Yeah. 
Well, all no, I, no longer renegade game developers. All I know is whenever they're done with this, we're calling them about the Forest Gump game. Yeah, yeah. So, we got to get somebody on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, anybody I, that's working on a fan make remake of something and want to partner with us on Forrest Gump the game. We'll, now, do we do like do we do this in like retro eight bit style or is this going to be like a full four K new release? No, it's got to be. It feels like a mini game, like you said. It feels like a three DS like WarioWare type type thing. Yeah, and the cool thing is, is that you can make it with different art styles, so that like the stuff that takes place, you know. Some of it's in black and white, and some of it's super pixelated, and some of it's like really cool looking or whatever. Um, so yeah, no, we'll partner with them. We'll get that done. Okay, sweet. So there you go. A Nobody new, steal our idea. A new segment in the lightning round is TM. Yeah, that's our. That's it for our newest segment. Copy Joe and Adam wrote. make up a game. We gotta remember that. Yeah, uh, it's here. It's recorded. We don't even have to remember it. We could just play this. And be like, there it is. There's our idea. Elevator pitch. Sweet. Nailed it. Hey, listen to our podcast and uh, tell us if you like the idea for our game. Yeah, but don't steal it because <laughs> that's ours. Like I said, TM. I yeah. said TM, so yeah. we can't take it now. R with a circle. Yeah. Patent pending. Yeah. Copyright. Which, as we know. Copyright 2017. Patents mean we can sue you. Yeah. So take that. Even from beyond the grave. So when Joe's dead real, real soon. It's uh, um, unavoidable. Yeah. Um, then we can, we can still, we can sue you. Sue you, buddy. Uh, lightning round. Super Meat Boys coming to Switch. Are we making that game also? No, that's actually coming. Oh, okay. That's actually a thing that got announced this week. Oh. I mean, our game got announced this week, too, right here on this podcast. Exclusive. Um, but yeah, Super Meat Boys coming to Switch. Are you going to get it? Uh, I mean, I've already played it like... I know. I feel like I've played several my... other systems. Yeah. So I don't really know if I. I mean, I love it. It's a great yeah, game. Absolutely. I've wasted a ton of time playing it, but I don't think I need to play it again on the Switch. Yeah, like I played it on. If it's cheap, like if they're like, hey, yeah. it's only five bucks because it's been out forever. It won't be. It'll probably it'll be, 20. be like twenty bucks. Yeah, maybe, but it'll probably include because there was DLC for Super Meat Boy, right? Uh, I think they I mean they added like bonus more levels and stuff. I don't think yeah. there was a straight DLC pack. No, but like. Yeah, so it'll probably just come with everything that's ever been out for it, and it'll probably be twenty bucks because that's. I mean, maybe standard. if they did like a, a multiplayer mode, and you can you know use your Joy Cons to do oh, like, yeah, competitive. Yeah. That would be cool if they added a, a second controller component to it, where like you need a friend to help you get through it, or it's just you're competing to who can beat it faster. Yeah, I could see that happening. So yeah, maybe. I mean, as long as, yeah, I gotta look into see if it has anything special for it being on the Switch. Yeah, if there's anything cool bonus thing. I'm down. I yeah. like. If not, I'd probably get it on a sale. Like if I got it, anything more than ten bucks, and I'd probably have to wait. Uh, but if it's less than ten, I could probably pick it up. I could go through that game again. Hmm. I have it on Vita, but I mean, Switch. Switch is great. Yeah, I love my. It'd be a great though, thing so. to like take with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, lightning round. Uh, new Pokemans coming. Uh, yeah. So or just I mean, one Pokemon? Well, yeah. I, well, I mean, we're still getting tons of new news about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and stuff that'll be coming with it. Yeah. But they did announce that there is a new form of a certain Pokemon. Uh, there is in the game. There is a Pokemon called Lycanroc. Uh, Adam, you don't know anything Lycanroc. about You don't know anything. Oh, Lycanroc! Oh, don't do that. I just did it. <laughs> it's on tape. There you don't know right there. Look yeah, at the wave form of it. Wave. Uh, you you don't know anything about the Pokemans. Would you hazard a guess as to what kind of Pokemon a Lycanroc is? Uh, probably water type. It probably looks like a coral reef, right? No, no, yeah, that's a rock type. Yeah, yeah, no. I but, what, do you, what you got? Anything else? It's a rock type. It's kind of like that. I would. But assume. like, what does it look like? Lycan rock. I don't you know what a lichen is. Oh, oh, like a werewolf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a so, werewolf. It's a, but, it's a rock-based werewolf. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, it, I was what, still stuck on Lacking like Rock. <laughs> so what? Like, oh, Lacking like Rock. So what Lycan like Rock does <laughs> in uh, po- it has two. It, depending on the game you're playing, if you're playing Sun or Moon, it has two different forms. Well, yeah, when, the it, moon when one. it evolves, it starts off as a Rocket Rough, which is a little puppy, little Aww. little puppy r- rock, rock dog. Puppy. Um, and then when it evolves, wait, Rock on, Dog is something separate. That's that's gimmick infringement. There's a movie that like just came out called Rock Dog. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. I was trying to think. Unbelievable. I was thinking, like, are we talking about, like, Poochie from The Simpsons? No. <laughs> Poochie, although Poochie is a rockin' dog. He is a rockin' dog. Uh, so, yeah, it uh, starts off as a little little puppy dog, and then it evolves into a wolf, depending on the version that you're playing. If you're playing Pokemon Sun, it just turns into a, a, a big wolf. A if you're playing so Pokemon Moon, it turns into a werewolf. It's all crazy. It stands on its hind legs, and it looks all, you know, scary and mean. It's still, they're both still Lycanroc, but it's just depending on which one you're playing, it has a different form. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, it's going to have a Dusk form, which is like an in-between form, which is, it still like looks like a wolf, but it looks like a crazy angry wolf. Mm. There you go. Yeah, that's it. So this, that's is, a, so this is a mid? like this. It's is... like a mid-form version of it. Huh. So it's, it's interesting because... So you can evolve it a little bit earlier with less XP or something? Uh, I, I don't know exactly the extent. I think it's, um, you... In this one, you get an exclusive version of the Rock Rough, the puppy version, and oh, okay. that one is the only version one that can evolve into. Oh, gotcha, the, gotcha, this gotcha. new one. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's kind of interesting because uh, when you know, usually it's you have Sun, you have Moon, and then the next one is whatever the next one is. Yeah. You know, uh, red, blue, yellow. Yeah. Gold, Not, silver, crystal. Yeah, this is it's, where stars would have come in. But yeah, no. this is where like stars would have come in. But it's called the dusk form, so it kind of makes you think like, was it supposed to be sun, moon, dusk? Mm. And this is like the mid form between dusk, like day and night. Oh yeah, I guess because it's the dusk form. Yeah, yeah. Was it was this supposed to be dusk? That yeah, but then they said, yeah, screw that. We can make twice as much money by just making it sun and moon too. Yeah. Again. And sell two copies of yeah. them as opposed to just selling one bonus one. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with Black and White 2 back in the day. Yeah. Honestly, what they really should have done, if they were smart, because I just thought of this right now, because I'm full of good ideas today. Uh, you should have called it Eclipse, which I think we had talked about at one point, and released it this week with an Eclipse coming. Oh, is that this week? Yeah, it's it's Monday. Oh. So technically today, if you're listening to this, yeah, the go 21st. Out, go outside at night and look up at this guy. And no, the other way around. Go up during the day and don't look directly at it unless you got the glasses just on. Stare right at the sun. Don't do that. I mean, I you do can do that, time. Joe. Yeah. You I'm, can do it. But the listeners I'm, don't do it. I'm legally blind. Yes. Sure. Don't do it. it don't burns, do it. Yeah. It burns the eye. Unless you have special glasses. Or, yeah, that would have been perfect or a, marketing. Or a box with a hole in it. Yeah, yeah, one of those things. But yeah, imagine if that game had came out, you know, on the Friday before the eclipse. What good marketing that would have been. You messed up, Nintendo. Cause is Ultra... I don't think they were thinking that far ahead. Well, they should have been. I'm. This is my pitch to be their marketing department director or whatever. Does that game come out this year, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Do those come out this year? Yeah. Okay. I don't know exactly when, but they're supposed to be out this year, yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, you missed the boat on the eclipse in. Uh, lightning round. A bunch of new card-based games got announced this week, uh, which is continuing the trend that Hearthstone seems to be setting of making it where you take a game franchise that people love and then make a card game about yeah, it. Yeah, so we got that, and then they had the Gwent for The Witcher. Yep. There's Probably some, some more that I can't yeah, think of off the top of my head right play now. Them. And then just obviously the wealth of phone card-based games. Wrestling has one. Dragon Ball has one. Yeah. You know, 
sure Marvel has one too. Like they've got all, you know, got stuff that's kind of like this. So, uh, but we got ones from Dota two and a new one from Gearbox. Yeah. The, uh, the Dota two one, I don't have the article on that. Do you have that one? I will pull that up. So you can read about the one that's for project, uh, one. So yeah, Gearbox announced a game called project one V one. Um, I don't know if that's the official title in the end. It has a cool little logo if it is. Um, but they, uh, they announced it. There's not much known about it, but they said that it's a top secret project they have in development that combines the action of fast paced one V one first person combat with the metagame strategy of a collectible card game. I don't know what the fuck that means at all. Uh, sorry, I wasn't listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it, I don't know. The, uh, I, I can tell you one thing. I, I'm not a, no appeal to me as of right now. No. I mean, it's it, all it is is an announcement, but at first, I, I saw it, and they're like, Project 1v1. I was like, so what is it, just like a one-versus-one shooter like that focuses entirely on a shooter? But then I saw it, like, and it involves cards. And I went, oh, this sounds no. terrible. Yeah. Once you say it involves cards, I'm out. Uh, lightning round pause. We'll just, yeah, lightning round pause. Because yeah. um, we're talking about two different things, and I hate both of them. Once you say it involves cards, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm immediately out. Any cool concept or artwork you showed me up until that point, once you say card packs and nope, bye, I'm out. I don't play Hearthstone. I know a bunch of people that do, and I'm sure I could get in there and learn it and be good or whatever, but no interest whatsoever. Yeah, and I, like combining it somehow with first-person shooters, I don't know how this works. Are you just like running around throwing cards that have certain effects on them or I something? I wonder if it'll other? be like a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of thing where like you throw a card down and that makes an avatar do something or first like, person you know, shooter. You have or... to you like draw random cards and be like, okay, I drew the pistol and then you, it turns into a pistol and you can fire off six bullets before it runs out and then you got to go back to drawing your cards. I, I don't know. Gearbox, Gearbox has not been doing... They've been treading water for a while, and it they seems like their legs are getting while. tired. They've they've had a lot of missteps because Battleborn failure. Yeah, that your uh, favorite game, but the, that, but critically a failure. Yeah, that <laughs> that Bulletstorm reboot. I don't think anyone really gave a rat's ass about that. Did that come out? Yeah, the one that had like Duke Nukem in it. Oh well, shows shows what I know about yeah. Bulletstorm. Yeah. Um, what was the game? Before? Oh, Aliens Colonial Marines. I thought that game was actually good, though. Wasn't it? No, you're thinking of Alien Isolation. Oh, uh, Isolation was good. Colonial Marines is the one that was a huge disaster. That's the one that's. I terrible. think they ended up getting like sued for it. Yeah, one of them is good, and it, the other and one it is. It turns terrible. out that they like took all the money from, or they were supposed to take a whole bunch of, you know, they they got a whole bunch of money to work on, and they took the money that was supposed to go into Colonial Marines, and they used that to pay for, I think, the development of Battleborn instead, and then they put out Colonial Marines like half finished, and they ended up getting sued for it. Good. We should sue. We should sue them for Battleborn too. Just like double down. <laughs> they, I think they got all of the punishment they could get for that. Uh, nope. I don't think so. <laughs> um, but so, uh, so yeah. So Project One V One. Who knows? I mean, we don't know much about it. It could turn out to be really awesome. But I have no. I'm faith, shaking my head now. No faith in them whatsoever. I'm checking the no box. I'm also going to check the no box on this one. Uh, this is called Artifact. That's what it was called. Yes. Artifact is Valve's new card-based game based on Dota 2. I don't even play Dota 2, so I don't I'm either. not caring about a card no. game based on Dota 2. But this one's more intricate because it involves three boards and a selection of characters from the flagship game. Um, though that's pretty much all they said. What was noteworthy about this is they announced it at the Dota 2 like championships or whatever uh, to a course of booze. 
Like <laughs> the people that you want to get this don't even care. Oh like, man. Granted, they were probably expecting a big new Dota two update or characters or whatever it is that you want to look forward to in Dota two. Um, they were probably hoping they were going to get some kind of announcement like that. And then got, guess what? Do you guys love Dota? Do you love Dota? I bet you do. I bet you want all kinds of new stuff. Here's a card game. So I would have booed them too. Yeah. I wonder if they I'm were booing them now. I don't know what Ooh. happened. I, I wonder if they were like hyping it up being like, we got something incredible coming for you Dota fans. And then everyone was like, Oh my God, is this Dota three? Yeah, Are we going to yeah. get Dota three? Oh, card game. Fuck you assholes. Yeah. Um, looks like they gave a vague description of the game. that seems to indicate it would involve building barracks, creeps and lanes. Those things all mean nothing to me. I'm just saying, like you said, it has three boards, and all I'm picturing is that um, version of chess that they play in Star Trek. Oh, like three tier chess? Yeah, that has like yeah. the three different chess boards like up floating above each other. You can buy that. That's a real thing. Is it a real play. thing? Yeah, I don't know how to play. It's called I 3D mean, chess. I've only watched like two episodes of Star Trek in my life. No, I think it's like that, an like, a- stuck in my head. I think it's like an actual game. I don't think it's from Star Trek, or maybe it was, but now it, I know it was, it's not tied you know, to the it. The version I'm thinking of was from Star Trek. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. It looks like a lot of people booed it. Um, looking at more things here. Not surprised. No. I just There's just one tweet, LOL, the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they must have been hyping it up. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were probably saying, we've got an announcement to make. Get ready for it. And then they were ready, and and then boo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be able to buy card packs. Like it's going to be all kinds of stuff, but, uh, nobody seems to be super in on it because it's a card based game. And I just don't think the market is people play Hearthstone, yeah, but like, I don't, Hearthstone is really big. Yeah. But I don't think the market is there for card games. I think the market's there for Hearthstone hmm. and everybody's going to always try to take like their piece of the pie or whatever. But I think people just like Hearthstone. It's uh it's kind of weird because, um, Magic the Gathering, they just, uh, like announced a new game that's just an MMO, like based in the Magic world. So they're doing the other thing. They're like they're taking their card game and they're making it into a full fledged game. Yeah, but they've had their fair share of card based games before. Oh yeah, they used to put one out every year. Yeah, the Duel of the Planeswalkers. Is that that's not on phones though? Like, do they have a phone one like Hearthstone? I'm sure there was probably a phone version of it yeah, at some point, probably. but it was always on. Like at least I always played it on Xbox. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. More card games for you to maybe get excited about. Who, uh, like I said, who knows? They could turn out to be great. It's just I'm, yeah, people I'm with really you. love you Gwent. Say, you say card game, and I go, oh mm-hmm. yeah. People really love Gwent. That could be popular. I, I I couldn't even get into it playing it in. It seems really complicated. It like Gwent was a game that you could play in, in the, the game. Witcher. Yeah, yeah. I, and people seem to they like just, that. they just sold it like they just packaged it and sold it as a separate thing that you didn't need the Witcher to play anymore. Yeah. Um. I couldn't get into it even playing The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed overly complicated, and I'm not about it. But, hey, some people like card games. Maybe people will be excited about this. Seems like at least an artifacts case. No. But we'll, we'll see when they come out. Uh, lightning round resume. Uh, MineCon is revamping how it does MineCon, which is the Minecraft convention that they do annually? Biannually? I'm pretty sure it's annually. Annually. Yeah, um, which I don't know, like, why? What? How how can you have an entire convention dedicated to Minecraft? Listen, uh, I, it's huge. Like it's always like a big deal. I don't I, get it. I have seen plenty of YouTube videos of Minecon, mostly for the, comedic the cringe, value. The yes, cringe, mostly the incredible cringe that comes yes. out of it. Because I don't play Minecraft, so like I don't like. I mean, I played. I mean, I don't play anymore, but I put yeah. in 
probably a couple hundred hours into playing Minecraft across various things in my time. You would have got a special achievement for that. Oh, <laughs> not no. anymore or soon. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm going uh, to I'm gonna have to step up. Yeah, there you go. I, uh, I've seen the YouTube videos cause they are the cringiest thing because people, you know, just, they want to go. I think, People nowadays just, they want to go someplace where they can be with like-minded people to talk about something that they love. You know, that's why comic book conventions are, there's more of them than ever before. And there's more gaming conventions than ever before. A comic book convention, you have hundreds of comic books that you can talk about. Like a gaming, like a a general gaming convention, you've got tons of video games. Just going just to talk about Minecraft. Yeah, well, it's no different than like, I guess, a Star Trek convention. You only have a certain amount of episodes of Star Trek that you could talk about. Yeah, but you had at least like five different series and... 40 movies to talk about. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if you took the average, like Minecraft one that looks terrible coming out. Yeah. That's a, that's a conversation for a different time, I think. But I wonder if you took the amount of hours in like that Star Trek exists and versus the amount of hours that like the highest end Minecraft people play and see which one has spent more time with the thing that they love. That's true. Um, cause you figure you probably get like somebody who's watched, you know, 300 hours worth of Star Trek versus yeah. the person that's played 800 hours worth of Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, I mean, they do it. People love it. Um, this is a lightning round pause because this is actually the last bit of lightning round, so we're just going to ramble on about this uh, for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I just, I see that people go, they ask questions of developers and the, like, you know, YouTube personalities and Twitch personalities that play it. And, like, there's cosplay contests, which, like, who can make the best looking cardboard box character, <laughs> I guess? There's not that many characters in it, right? It's the creepers and the guy, and that's it, right? Well, there's, like, a million skins for the guy, but oh, yeah. there's, like, creepers, endermen, tons of different monsters, the yeah. skeletons, the spiders. Plus, I guess now you can have like, you have all like the uh, weren't there superheroes like there's Marvel people and yeah, Mario. Yeah, like there's, there's a skin pack for pretty much everything. Yeah, so I guess that's where the cosplay. And if you're playing on PC, you can just make your own skins. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a million of those. So the, I guess you could cosplay that as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know why they have it, but it seems to do big things well, no, every it's, year. Like I said, it's huge every year. It seems yeah. like it's one of those things where it the tickets become available and then they sell out yeah. right away. And this I'm year, just, I'm just like I said, I, just, I can't imagine that like. Like, I understand BlizzCon because you got a bunch of Blizzard games. Yeah. But, like, it's Minecraft. Like, I know. Yeah, just, I can't imagine there's too much to get excited about. Where they, they're going to be like, okay, guys, like, Minecraft, this year our big announcement is there's another level pack. I kind of <laughs> wanted that pause to last longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, like, I'm, like, picturing going out there, like, what's what's the thing? Was it? Oh, we're, we're, there's a, a, a family guy skin pack yeah. coming out. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big thing. Woo. I guess, well, I guess the big thing this year would be all the, like the cross cross platform. Yeah. Like that could be pretty cool. Um, but they're also completely revamping how it works, which yeah, is well, the, the, the actual the, news. The item. big news. Yeah. We're just rambling on about Minecraft or, uh, craft con, whatever it's mine, mine con craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they announced this year that they are revamping it. It's going to be called Minecon earth. Uh, basically it's still just Minecon, but they're due to the fact that it's hard to get tickets and stuff. Like I said, it sells out pretty quickly. I don't know how many they sell with usually the size of the arena that they get. Um, but they are going to, uh, be making it easier to interact with the event over the internet for the people that can't actually get there this time. Yep. So they're going to be doing things like they're going to be renting out movie theaters all over the country and people will basically be having their own little mini conventions at the movie theaters where they'll be streaming 
to the theaters, the, the, the panels and stuff like that. Yep. And, uh, you know, you'll have local theater uh, cosplay contests for people to compete to. And even at Minecon, they'll also be streaming uh, the events at other places that people can watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're going to be having... Uh, uh, Find it. My brain just shut off. I suppose we're talking about Minecraft. Yeah. You need your brain for that. <laughs> they're they're going to have a, like, a lot more... In, like. Uh, even fan interaction over the internet. There's a lot more. Yeah. Um, g- just from your home, you can more audience participation. Yeah, you can kind of participate like through Twitch and through streaming and stuff. That See, listener participation is important. If you agree, let us know on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like cool. Like, I, that'd be cool if more conventions started kind of doing stuff like this. Yeah. Like, imagine if you know Comic Con started doing things. And they kind of have where, like, some of the people will, they'll have their Hall H panel and then they'll immediately put out the, the big trailer. Like, the Justice League trailer came out the same day because they know it's going to leak and they don't want you to watch the shitty version of it. So if they can put it out and be like, this is a work in progress and they can get out in front of it, then, you know. So you're starting to see that a little bit from other places. Um, even think about it from the, the standpoint of, like, convention exclusive, like, collectibles. Now you can buy them at other stores. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of conventions seem to be going that, like, we understand you can't get here route, so here you go. We're going to try to help you still enjoy the experience even though you can't make it. Um, and that's also really good, too, because a lot of their audience is, is kids or skewed younger at the very least. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to figure a huge portion of them can't travel to whatever the location is. Like, where is it? Is it in the same place every year? Uh, I think they move it around every year. Um, I don't see where it's being held this year. Yeah, it's not really saying where it's being held this year, at least in this article I'm looking at. Okay. But yeah, so I mean, like, I like that. I mean, I don't care about Minecon. At the very least, it'll give me the opportunity to watch more cringeworthy videos on the internet. Because some of the questions those kids ask are really in-depth and really awkward. And they kind of make no sense. But maybe they do if you play the game. And then you just look at the people on the panel's faces. And they're just like, um, yeah, no, we did it because we, we wanted to. Next question. Like they, they don't know how to answer a lot of these questions a lot of the time. So uh, if I can watch more of those videos, I'm totally down for this. Uh, are you going to watch them? Probably not. No. What are you doing? Trying, I'm trying to find where <laughs> it is this year. And I'm clicking on the thing that says, where is Minecon 2017 on the Minecon website? And it it's not telling me it. where it is. It's just saying, don't miss Minecon 2017. Well, don't miss it. Don't miss it, Joe. Last year it was in Anaheim. Okay. Maybe it's there again. Well, this just says at the next Minecon, no tickets required. But that's probably because that's probably because they're talking about the like the Minecon Earth stuff. But like they're oh, saying, oh no, that's the point. Mo Yang, the company behind Minecraft, announced Tuesday that its annual convention Minecon will not be held in a physical location, but rather will be produced and streamed free to fans across the world on November eighteenth. Oh, I didn't realize it was entirely going to be. I thought yeah. it was just going to be. There was going to be the convention, but there was still going to be the stuff. Nope, you oh. missed the biggest part of that news bit. Huh. There it is. Yeah. Well. The company's dubbing it Minecon Earth and offer new details of what viewers uh, would see during the 90-minute interactive show. So I guess it's just one 90-minute interactive show. Oh. Well. So there you go. All those questions you had about why they have a convention, they don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, now they, they just have They're a, probably like, why the fuck are we doing this every year? Yeah. Now they have a planned live stream. It's not and a it's convention. It's only just going to be 90 minutes, huh? Yeah. I'm sure there'll be stuff like throughout the day where, you know, you've got like... Watch the 90-minute presentation, but make sure to stay tuned before and after for, 
you know, this Twitch gamers live stream of this new, the level pack that we announced or, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm sure it'll be one of those things where it's like the main thing is this day, but make sure to stay in the conversation all weekend long while we, do, you know, do hashtag Minecon Earth. Mm. Like, I'm sure that's what it'll end up being. Yeah, I got confused because I'm looking at the article I'm reading right here. and It says fans will be able to host their own Minecon Earth parties and parts of the convention will be shown in theaters around the world. So I guess that's why I assume that there's actually still going to be a convention. But yeah. I guess it's going to be probably just like streaming from their studio. Yeah. Like Watch at home or go to one of these localized little parties. Theaters. Yeah. yeah. Where stuff's going to be happening, where they're going to be having their own. Yeah cosplay contests and shit so there you go nobody misses out now oh. everybody gets the exact Everyone same experience gets to be disappointed, disappointed together Woo! or excited together i guess i don't mm. know um but yeah so that's gonna do it for lightning round not lightning round and the podcast in general yes that's also what happens at the end of lightning round not lightning round usually hey, sometimes we have i know we haven't had it in a while yeah, we haven't had our, uh, a little game it's what fine. Yes, or be down. I forgot what it was called for a second there. Yeah, it's better with more people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the problem. Um, and lately, the ones we've had more people on, we've had a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, so it hasn't really worked out. Um, but maybe, maybe we'll get into it next week because next week I think we might have a full panel uh, because we've got a new main of, new episode of the main event should be coming up next week because it's WWE SummerSlam. Um, so look forward to that because that will be up on the channel as well, uh, just like this show, which is up every Monday. Uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and it is available on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean and Stitcher, so you can listen to it there. You can like and subscribe. You can give us a, a follow and a shout-out on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, uh, so you can let us know that you like the thing that we like doing so we can keep doing the thing we like. It's okay. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, once again, uh, that will do it for the Broken Clocks Games Cast. This, again, was episode 24. And once again, my name was Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.